pizza! Who here is a really big fan of pizza? Now, who here loves to make pizza but doesn't have time to make it from scratch all the time? Me too! And if you're like me and answered yes to either of those questions, then stick around because today I'm going to be reviewing the evil brand low carb pizza. We're going to find out how it tastes, if you should be eating it, and most of all, how it tastes. Welcome to the Easy Keto Podcast. Each week, join health strategist and keto coach Shyla Ann as she takes you on a journey to achieving wellness in your mind, body, and soul. In conversation with various experts, insider advice and actionable tools are available at your fingertips so you can live an empowered life. And now, your host. Aloha to you, you awesome person. Today on the Easy Keto Podcast, we are going to be talking about pizza. Say hello to the Evel low-carb pizza. This pizza is made up of a parmesan and chicken crust with sugar-free mozzarella and pepperoni and it's supposed to be low carb and we all love a good low carb meal that we can just buy pop in and eat because we need convenience sometimes right it does sound really really good to me and i'm really excited to try it my husband actually spotted this in the freezer section in the store I just opened up this box right now and the very first thing I noticed when I pulled this pizza out is it is very small. It's only 7.5 ounces big. So think of personal pan pizza size from Taco Bell, but actually a bit smaller circumference wise and a bit thinner as you can tell if we're comparing crust size. But I'm still very excited to try it. It looks good. I mean, it looks like a, a regular pizza, a regular frozen pizza that you would buy from the store. So I'm going to pop this into the oven. And as it's making, I'm going to talk to you guys about some, some things that I noticed about this pizza, how to make it, and the brand description. So I'll be right back. Okay, so I have the box right here. And there are four simple instructions listed out on the back of the box. I'm going to read them out to you. And then I'm going to tell you how I felt it went when I went to bake this pizza. So number one, preheat the oven to 425 Fahrenheit and line a baking sheet with aluminum foil. Remove pizza from carton and wrapper. So the entire step one is basic. Step two, place disc si shiny side up and pizza on the baking sheet. So on your lined baking sheet. Uh, my baking sheet was in use, so I just ended up using a pizza pan that I have and I put enough foil on it just to get the pizza on there. I didn't line the entire pan because I didn't want to waste foil. When I opened the box, the shiny side was already up and I know this because I took the disc out from under the pizza and checked and the shiny side was already face up. You don't have to worry about that. And then I placed it on the baking sheet. Step two was really easy. Step three, cook for 22 to 24 minutes. I cooked it more on the 24 minute side. Now step four, check that the food is cooked thoroughly, let cool for five minutes, remove and enjoy. It doesn't really say how to check if it's cooked thoroughly. So I'm guessing that 
based off of other frozen pizzas, you just, as long as the cheese is melted and the crust is that golden color that it's supposed to be, or maybe even a little blackened, then it's ready. So I did let it cool already. I did all those steps. It was pretty simple, pretty standard. So you don't have to worry about, you know, any doing anything unusual with this pizza. The only thing I must say is that getting the oven to preheat at 425, I have to wait 14 minutes plus the 22 to 24 minutes of baking time. So it's not necessarily fast, like something you microwave, but I mean, it is already made for you. You just kind of got to put it in. So just consider your allotted time that you have with those two in mind, preheating and then baking and cooling, a few minutes of cooling. So I'm going to kind of go over the official product description because I feel like product descriptions to me help you know exactly what the company envisioned when they created a product. And then it kind of gets me on par with what I should expect from said product. So I'm going to just read it off for you because this is their exact description from their website. The official product description from evilfoods.com. Pizza crust like you've never seen it before. The not so secret ingredients in this 100% grain free crust, chicken and savory Parmesan cheese, which harmonize for a flavorful balance of crispy and chewy. Topped with a robust marinara sauce, a blanket of gooey mozzarella cheese, and spicy uncured pepperoni. This gluten-free, low-carb-friendly pepperoni pizza might just earn us the title of your new favorite za joint. So that is a direct quote from the website as of the day I am filming this. I got my pizza right here, all baked up and fresh. Excuse any noise you hear, it's still on the foil. As you can see, hopefully it's a nice consistency. The color, the cheese is melted nicely. The pepperoni looks good. The crust is a little bit more brown than I see when I bake other pizzas, but I think that's because it's a thin, like it's a real thin crust. Throughout the entire pizza, it's thin. So some pizzas have thicker crusts on the edge on the outside, and this one doesn't. That is probably why the outside is so um, melted and brown, I'm guessing. But anyways, I'm going to cut this pizza up and we're going to try it out. I'm going to try it out and we're going to figure out what we think. So give me one second to cut it up. And I'm grabbing it, my first slice. And it seems to me like it cooked pretty evenly throughout the pizza. Sometimes I worry when you buy store-bought pizzas, the insides, the middle part of the pizza kind of gets like this weird gooeyness, like it didn't bake through all the way. But this one has a nice, even consistency, and I really like that. It's more firmer though, like as if it was really chicken nuggets. Think of chicken nuggets, okay? It has that more chicken nugget kind of consistency on the inside. It smells really good. It smells like chicken mixed with pepperoni, but neither is overwhelming. It doesn't really have a true crust, kind of just drops off, you know? Like I said, it's flat. But I am going to try this pizza right now. Uh, keto and low carb expert, what are my first impressions? First off, this flavor overall is good. I enjoy it. If you don't like chicken in your pizza, then it's not gonna be for you because the chicken flavor is prevalent. It is there. So it's not really neutral, 
but I feel like it blends nicely with the pepperoni and the cheese, the mozzarella. Speaking of pepperoni, the pepperoni itself, although it says spicy, is not spicy. So if you're kind of worried about that part, it's not spicy, at least from my perspective. Actually, from what I'm thinking right now, the chicken flavor is even there more than the pepperoni flavor. I'm thinking off the top of my head, either add more pepperoni, like buy a separate bag and put it on there. The texture is good. As I said, it was even throughout. It was one consistency. It wasn't like gooey in the middle and harder on the outside. The entire slice was the same texture throughout, which I enjoy. The only thing is that I really missed is a crust. I do like pizzas with a nice crust. I feel like the crust just offers something different, <laughs> but that's just me. If you don't care for crust, then okay. You know, you're not gonna care. So I'm gonna go over the macros and a few other talking points that stood out to me, that stand out to me off the top of my head. Macros. It has total carbohydrates, eight grams of carbs. It ha dietary fiber is less than one gram. So you're gonna keep your eight grams of carbs for net and total. Protein is 37 grams and fat is 26 grams. Now, this number is for the entire pizza. So it's not a bad number. It's not bad where we are at right now. Especially for something quick that you just buy in the store pre-made. Only thing I would say to keep in mind is this pizza is quite small. Only 7.5 ounces. I wish it was a little bit bigger personally. So if I'm wishing it's a little bit bigger and I'm only like 5 foot nothing and 120 pounds, I'm sure somebody that is bigger than me, taller than me, is gonna really wish it was a little bigger. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying here? I would say this is more of a chicken pizza with pepperoni than a pepperoni pizza with chicken. Does that make sense? Like, the chicken flavor is the main flavor that you eat. Although it is good, the cheese melted nicely, the flavors all complemented each other well. And one more thing, okay, before I put this box on the side, that totally throws me off from this brand, is that the word is evil. It looks like evil to me. Like, we're evil, period. Because it has a period at the end, end of story. I don't know if that's the, the whole concept they were trying to put across when they were creating this brand. But actually, now that I see this box in my um, camera, like it's backwards, it spells period love. Dot love. Period love? I don't know. That's too crazy. Um, two opposite words for me. <laughs> and that kind of throws me off a little bit towards this in awe. You know, because I'm just like, evil, this pizza is evil. And so now that I gave you my first reaction with this pizza, and that with a brand that I've never ever tried before, none of their products, I am going to talk about some pros and cons that are just popping up um, in my head and things that I've also researched that I kind of written down. Let's do this. I'm going to start with the pros first. So pro number one, I love the idea of a shredded chicken and Parmesan crust. I feel like that idea totally makes sense because when you make chicken nuggets, you have to blend up the chicken to kind of like this liquidy paste and then form your nugget. And I think that's pretty much what they did here. They just added some 
cheese in it and they flattened it out into a pizza shape instead of forming it into a nugget, which to me sounds great. This type of pizza also does give you a nice uh, variation between just eating a fathead dough. If you're not really familiar with the keto diet, a fathead dough is just a dough made mostly out of cream cheese and mozzarella cheese, melted together with a few other things added in, almond flour, egg, with or without the egg. Um, but egg, regardless, haha, it comes out to a pizza that tastes usually really cheesy. I tend to add some a yeast mixture into my fathead doughs to kind of mellow out that cheesiness and put back in that traditional carb bread type of taste that you expect from pizza. So bonus trick there. Second pro, when I look at the ingredients list on this box, I love that there are so many real food ingredients. Like there's only one ingredient on here that is specifically for preservation, but that's it. I mean, I'm looking at this list and I see Parmesan cheese, I see the chicken, I see the pepperoni, I see tomato paste, the all the herbs. It's a great ingredient list from a store-bought product, I would say, overall. I'm going to touch a little bit more on the ingredients list in the con section as well, but we'll put a pin in that for now and move on to pro number three. I like that it's gluten-free because there are people who do keto or low carb and they also do not eat gluten. So this is another great reason that you might wanna try this pizza out if it fits into your diet guidelines. And pro number four, the last pro is overall, I do enjoy the flavor. It's strongly more on the chicken side. So if you're not a big fan of chicken or pizza, chicken with pizza, then that might be a little bit of a concern for you. But maybe if you add Parmesan and red pepper flakes, it won't matter. I didn't want to add Parmesan or red pepper flakes because I wanted to just have the real flavor of the pizza. So now we're going to move on to the cons. I don't really like to call them cons. I like to more so call them things to consider section because I don't feel like they're absolute negatives for every person. But you're going to want to consider the things listed in this section. First con. Back to the ingredients list. This is very important for people, especially on a keto diet. It has cane sugar in here. So there is cane sugar in this pizza, which probably accounts for most of its carbs if I'm breaking down the ingredients in my head, a rough estimate. Although the ingredients list claims that there is less than 2% cane sugar, it's still there. So if you follow a really strict and or clean keto diet, then this will probably just fall right off your map instantly. Con number two. Each box is about $5 from when I was looking at a few different grocery stores. So I'm gonna say average of $5. And that's not too bad, but when you consider that it's only seven and a half ounces per a pizza, which is less than half a pound, and if you are a person that likes to eat more than one personal pan-sized pizza, then you might have to buy multiple, which could add up quite quickly. And last con is Evil Foods is not a small business. And I thought they were at first, but they are not. And they're actually owned by Conagra Brand Foods. You can see their logo right here on the back. When I looked this up, Conagra Brand Foods actually owns 
69 different food companies. And that is a lot to me. Normally, you know, I wouldn't mind, but considering the state of our economy and everything, I'm trying really, really hard to support smaller, more localized businesses. Because I see these businesses shutting down what seems like left and right. And it really breaks my heart, especially being a small business owner, it really breaks my heart. And I'm trying to support them more and more as much as possible. You know, I think of it as a family being able to support their kids, being able to buy them food, pay some bills, and me being able to help a fellow entrepreneur enjoy the fruits of their labor because it is really hard. It's really hard work to own your own business. And I just want to be able to help those people that do. Now, I know that's not always realistic when buying, but I still value helping those small businesses stay afloat as much as possible. And I know, considering all of that, I did still choose to review this brand, but I also have to consider when reviewing stuff, how easy is it for most people to get a hold of these items. Overall, I'm just trying to support more local as much as I can considering our financial status, considering the economy, considering what I value. I know that's a little bit heavy <laughs> considering we're only reviewing pizza, but that's just where I'm at right now. And you can let me know if you feel the same. With all that in mind, we're just gonna roll on over to common reviews online. And normally before purchasing a new product, I like to know some common things that other people are saying. If you're like that as well, then awesome, because I looked up some common reviews that I want to share with you. Usually, I use third-party sites to get reviews, because I tend to find that they're a bit more honest, the reviews on those sites. But I could not find any third-party sites that sell evil foods, low-carb pizza. That being said, my only resource is the website itself. So the overall consensus on evilfoods.com is 1. The Crust not as crispy as a traditional pizza. It does not cook well without modifying from the given instructions. Now this I found was so common throughout, like so many people were saying this, that gave more critical reviews. And I even touched on the crust. Like I wish it did have that nice crispiness as a traditional pizza or other keto pizzas that I've made. And I did modify how I baked it. I take it out halfway and I turn it and I put it back in. I even put it from middle shelf to top shelf. But that's just how I normally bake stuff. So maybe if I didn't do that, maybe if I just threw it in, which I'm thinking more people tend to do and let it cook all the way, then my results might have been different. So I can't speak too much about that because I did modify the way I baked it compared to the original four-step instructions. Now, number two, the size. It's really small. It's smaller than a personal pan pizza. Actually, that would explain the value of the product rating that I saw as well. I did touch on the size and I felt the same way. So it seems like I'm pretty much on par with what other people are thinking. And number three, a great blend of flavor. Overall, people seem to like how the flavor blends together. They just don't like the crust. The crust seems to be the biggest thing. And I can understand because from what I know about pizza, the crust has its own, you know, fan club. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to the overall star rating. So they gave the people who reviewed three ways to value their review. Overall was 3.3 out of 5 stars. 
quality of product, 3.4 out of 5 stars, and the value of the product, 3.2 out of 5 stars. This is of the day I'm recording this. I talked about the value, the quality, and overall I could definitely see 3 out of 5 stars. That's what I would rate it as well. So side note, many people are seeming to find these in discount grocery stores. So if you want to try these pizzas, check those stores out if they're available to you. Now let's tie up this review with who the product is best for. Because with everything said and done, we want to know if this product is right for us. Who is this pizza best for? Considering everything we learned about this pizza, it's not suited for someone who is really strict with their food intake. Remember, this pizza has sugar in it, no matter how low on the list it may be. If you are strict with your food intake, then this is not going to fall into a category for you. But if you fall under dirty keto, lazy keto, or even cheat day approved keto, then bam, this pizza is for you. Evil pizza seems to be perfect for someone who does not want to make pizza from scratch, but still wants to enjoy an easy and somewhat fresh, low-carb pizza. If you fall under either of those, then this pizza might be just what you're looking for, especially if you can find it on sale. Because I understand trying something new, it's kind of hard to spend all of that money up front, especially $5 for seven and a half ounces. If you find it on sale, it's a little bit more pocket-friendly, and then you can make up your mind from there. Maybe it's something that you really love, that the $5 would be worth it, or maybe it's something that you kind of like and it's something that you would wait for sales to happen, buy a few and save it up. Summary, my overall summary and my final thought on Evil Foods Low Carb Pizza. Based on everything I learned, me trying this pizza for the first time, I think this pizza is worth a try. I personally thought the texture of the pizza was good, but at the same time I did modify it from the original four-step instructions. So keep that in mind because a lot of people talked about having to modify it from the instructions in order to get that good consistency and texture throughout. So overall, I did like this pizza. As I touched on earlier, the biggest concern for me is the sugar and that it's not small business owned. It's just kind of part of a chain of a large food company. I really try to support those small businesses as much as possible. I hope I kind of explained my thought process behind that earlier. But, you know, that can be easier said than done when pre-made food is more accessible at grocery stores, aka anything outside of specialty food stores or farmer's markets or, you know, anything similar to those. So if budget is a concern, I'd really suggest waiting until these go on sale or check out your discount grocery store. I personally thought the shredded chicken crust was quite ingenious and I'll be playing around with making my own version of this pizza crust on a larger scale so my entire family can enjoy this pizza. It's not just, you know, one person because I have four people in my family and all of them are men. So if I feel like I need two, then how many are they going to feel like they need, you know? And then it's like $5 for a pizza and then that kind of adds up quickly. So next thing you know, you might just be spending like $30, $40 on pizzas and that's not really fun to me. So... I'm going to be trying this at home. I'm going to see if I can get like that real true pizza crust that I was really missing. When I finally get around to creating what I feel like is the perfect version of this pizza, should I share the recipe? Let me know. I think I know what your answer is going to be, but 
let me know. And if you decide to try this pizza yourself, tag me and tell me your thoughts because I so value hearing from you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you've been loving the Easy Keto Podcast, be sure to leave a review. It really helps me to get the word out. To find out more about this episode, please visit easyketomenus.com or come say hi to me at Easy Keto Menus. I'm on all your favorite social platforms. Remember, when you move with pace and purpose, you'll be able to achieve your dream goals. Until next week, have an empowering day.